1: This is Share Radio.
0: This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the financial outlook for personal investors, and I'm joined by Victoria Scholar, head of investment at Interactive Investor. We ask a lot of our contributors, but it's asking a lot of Victoria, who's actually calling us from a car that is broken down. On a day that is incredibly cold, I had ice on my windows this morning, Victoria. So you have my sympathy, but I'm not letting you out of it because it's important to talk to you today. We've got to talk about um, central banks, haven't we? We've had decisions from the Fed and from um, uh, the um, Monetary Policy Committee at the Bank of England. And we, you know, investors need to know. So I'm afraid while you wait for somebody to come and fix your car, you can talk to us. So the Fed last night, what happened? <laughs>
1: Well, this is the good thing about technology, isn't it? That we can continue whatever happens. We will not miss a week. Um, so on to the Fed last night. Right. So we had uh, the central bank's interest rate decision. Uh, there was a lot of focus on it. And as expected, uh, it raised rates by half a percent or half a percentage point. Mm. Um, so. Essentially, what this means is that the Fed is tilting away from more aggressive, more hawkish policy, given that in its previous four meetings, it raised rates by 75 basis points to a slightly more moderate uh, pace of tightening. Uh, we have started to see the inflation figures come down, suggesting that you inflate, US inflation may have peaked. But the flip side is that when we look at the dot plot, which is the Fed's projections of where interest rates will be in the future, the terminal rate or where interest rates peak was actually higher than expected. So it was almost dovish in terms of the near term, but a little bit more hawkish in the medium term.
0: (laughs) All right. So how did the markets interpret that?
1: Well, we've been seeing the dollar come down really since the end of September, the start of the year up until September, we saw a real uptrend for the greenback. Um, Since that high, we have started to see it pull back amid expectations that the Fed would start to taper its pace of increases. Um, But actually, the fact that it looks as though the Fed is going to continue to raise interest rates for a bit longer than previously expected into next year um actually uh there was some support from the dollar again so we saw a little bit of a move higher in the dollar going against this recent downtrend that we've seen since the recent highs
0: okay now um The financial outlook for personal investors, we take a perspective from the point of view of a a UK uh, investor. So for them, I guess, although obviously America is terribly important, when they um, sneeze, we catch the cold. um, We want to know what's happening with the Bank of England, particularly as many people think the Bank of England has been rather behind the curve in, um, in following the Fed. So what was the MPC's decision?
1: Well, it's interesting that people say the Bank of England is behind the curve, because if we actually remember... The Bank of England was the first major central bank to start lifting rates after the pandemic in December of last year. Um, But the Fed has been a lot more aggressive lately in terms of carrying out four consecutive 75 basis point increases before Wednesday's Mm. 50 basis point move. Uh, From the Bank of England, again, we saw a similar kind of move from the Fed. Shift from 75 basis points to 50 basis points, again signaling that perhaps the Bank of England is starting to become a bit more concerned about the economic outlook. Uh, It doesn't want to raise interest rates too much to the extent that it's going to derail um, the economy, given that we know that we are heading towards a recession and unemployment is likely to rise with it. So it's got a careful balancing act to strike at the moment.
0: Okay. Good moment for us to uh, briefly pause and then we'll look at what the market reaction was in the UK.
1: Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: This is Simon Rose. Um, You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm talking to a Victoria Scholar, a very cold Victoria Scholar in a broken down car, (laughs) head of investment and interactive (laughs) investor. You're laughing. I don't think I'd be laughing in your position. But as (laughs) you you say, the wonders of technology means you can still be continuing. You can't even Skype off work when you're broken (laughs) down. It's terrible. So how did the UK market then react to um, the latest um, MPC decision?
1: So we saw a bit of the market reaction, actually, before the decision happened in anticipation of the widely anticipated 50 basis point increase. Uh, We saw the pound trading lower um, because of this sort of tapering effect. We saw um, the banks also push a bit lower because, you know, they prefer an environment where interest rates are going up more aggressively. And we saw the house builders push towards the top of the FTSE 100 given that the Bank of England is being a bit more cautious. Um, and that means that mortgage rates are still going up, but not as quickly as they did at the previous meeting.
0: Okay. Well, we ought to look across the channel, I guess, at the ECB as well. Oh, the joy of talking about central banks and their decisions and how it affects us all. Yep. So what are we look at there. <laughs>
1: Well, look, it's all about central banks this week. You know, we've had the Fed, the Bank of England, and the ECB, all the major central banks um, in Western Europe carrying out their interest rate decisions. Um, So, the ECB, again, we heard a similar tone from uh, the ECB that it planned to raise interest rates by half of a percentage point, same as the Fed and the Bank of England, but it lowered its growth outlook for next year. So I think the message, again, similar to what we heard from the Fed, is that we're not quite out of the woods yet, even though the inflation picture is starting to improve. There are concerns um, heading into next year. You know, there's the European gas crisis, there's the geopolitical uncertainty, and of course, there's the economic uncertainty too.
0: Victoria, thank you very much. I think, really, we ought to let you go and try and get your car (laughs) sorted out. Thank you very much indeed. That's Victoria Scholar, Head of Investment at Interactive Investor. That's it for the financial article. Victoria will be back with me in the new year, I hope, from the comfort of her own home, or at the very least, um, her office somewhere nice and centrally heated. Victoria, thank you.
1: Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.